Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is your moment. Your time to shine. Your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is Unbreakable with Jay Glazer, a mental health podcast, helping you out of the gray and into the blue. Now, here's Jay Glazer. Welcome into Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer. And listen, my guest here, I've been friends with him for a long time, but I don't have too many guests who are one of one. And I say one of one, he is the most successful and most decorated Olympian in the history of the Olympics. I mean, 28 medals, still holds the all-time record for most gold medals, but he is my brother in the gray and the blue. And, you know, what I thought, and for people out here the first time here, what I thought when I was going through my battles with mental health, depression, anxiety, when I got to the top, it would be all rainbows and unicorns, and that just wasn't the case. So I said, you know what, I want to turn to my brother here, the one and only Michael Phelps, who, again, the only similarities between us is that we battle the same thing, but we use it to overcome, you know, what goes on between our ears, but also to do greater things. So, man, I'm so honored to have the one and only Michael Phelps here. How are you, brother? Cheers, cheers. Good. Yeah, just uh, another day, right? You know, as you were saying, it's it's uh, another day of us fighting or yeah. going through the battles that we go through. And And, yeah, you said it perfect, right? There are days that... Yeah, we feel like we're on top of the world, and there are days we feel the worst we've ever felt. So yeah. how do we battle? How do we maneuver through those things? And and for me, lately, as you know, I've been struggling yeah. uh, with the loss of my father, and, and yeah, it's been ups and downs. But, you know, I've the one thing I've tried to do is stay into my routine. You know, for me, 
workout is something that makes me me. It's a part of my self care. You know, I just got out of cold tub too. So yep, yep, um, I do that too. Yep. You know, so there, there are certain things that I have to continue to do to make this as best as it, as it can be. So between your ears. So let me, let me ask you this. And there's so many ways you, you and I can go. And first of all, you just talked about your dad. It's cool. The bond we have now that we're so open about this. Cause when your dad passed, you reached out to me yeah. and I'm always t- trying to tell people, Reach out to your teammates. Reach out to people that get you or don't get you. Everybody wants to help you. So I was, man, I was so honored that you felt safe enough to come and reach out to me that day. That was, that was amazing, and, brother. And I'm thankful. And, and, you know, some of the words that, that you shared with me that day, I, I still go back to a lot. And, and wow. yeah, I've, I've actually screenshot that message just, you know, just so I never forget because, wow. um, you know, there, there were a few moments that, yeah, it just, you know, it helps you just process things. And, and, you know, I think that was the coolest thing in life. Like, yeah, there was, you know, we, we'd gone back and forth and played phone tag here and there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, I don't know who to talk to. I don't know who to reach out to. And, and, um, I just snapped. I was like, Jay, I'm a text Jay. And yeah, so I'm, I'm thankful you were there. And, and again, the, the advice and the wisdom you gave me, I'm thankful for. Man, I got goosebumps, man, just saying that. <laughs> it's, it's cool because it's, we need a team and you need to be of service, you know, so to be there for your brother or anybody that reaches out and we're going through this. So I want to ask you this, and it's not being of service, just being there for anybody. But I want to ask you this, is yours an everyday battle? Like for me, it's hard for me to get out of bed every single day of my life. And this isn't a new thing. Yeah, This has been around for a while. Is it that way for you? There are months or weeks where, yeah, it's like that. Right. I guess I call it seasonal depression. You know, there's a, there's a, uh, like a six week stretch from basically like second, third week in October through the middle of November. So I'm, I'm in it. Um, I've had some pretty large things happen to me in my life. Um, some traumas that you went through broken bones, kind of a bunch of different things. So yeah. So, um, I just know this is a moment where I need to make sure I'm aware and, and keeping in touch with everything that's going on. You know, if my body's telling me a certain thing, listen to it. Don't stuff it down. When did you realize you were, listen, I like to say different because I like to say different's good. Like motherfucker, yeah. I'm different. Yeah, for sure. When did you realize you were different? I mean, not like I'm thinking like career wise, like I'm going back to 11 when my coach said that you could make the Olympic team in four years. And I was like, I don't know if him, just, if that's just him talking shit or, you know, if him actually <laughs> believing it. Right. So, but as a kid at that point, I was like, yeah, cool. I'm all in. Let's go. And then, <laughs> sure. I made the Olympics at 15. No problem. Sure, right. And then sure enough, four years later, bang, it happens. You know what I'm talking about? So it's like, I was like, all right, maybe this guy's not crazy. Right. Um, or maybe, yeah, I am different, but also at the same time, like I felt that I was normal, you know, because I was doing something that I loved. Bro, you're not fucking normal. You know that, right? Oh, I know that. Okay. I want to make sure of that. <laughs> I was thinking about it today a little bit. Like, um, <laughs> you know, like, I was thinking, like, trying to win eight gold medals. Like, I was trying to do something that no one had ever done before, right? There was no blueprint, right? Like, if I want to try to change the time on my phone or, like, the text on my phone, like, if I don't know how to do it, I can look that up. Right. There's no, there's no book. That says here, this is how you win eight gold medals, right? right. So I had to fi- like basically figure it out, trial and error. Okay. Um, and I think that was that's make me that like that makes me who I am. The process of things makes me makes me who I am. 
All right. So now when did you realize you were different mental health wise? Uh, like when did you first realize you suffered from the gray? That I accepted from it? Yeah. Yeah. I probably accepted from it in like 2014. Um, but, but when was, did you, when did you know it? Like did you, that you was always like known a, it? Yeah. That was a few times, a few instances through my mental health journey, right? Like that was a few pretty big public depression spells that I had gone through. Hmm. And I was like, oh shit, maybe I need to try to figure this thing out. Maybe I need to try to not tame it, but learn it, right? Figure out why I am how I am, right? Because it's like, it's not going to change, you know, like, like you said it, right? Like you wake up every day and it's a struggle, you know, like shit, like for me, like my depression, I can't snap my fingers and have it just go away. I can't just snap my fingers and have my anxiety go away. Right. So it's like, how do I maintain it? You know, how do I just be me and be okay with being who I am? You, but you came out early. Yeah. Earlier than most to talk about it. That's pretty yeah. fucking courageous. Uh, I just didn't Wait. care, honestly. Like to you the, didn't, huh? No, I was just like kind of just sick and tired of feeling how I was. Yeah. I was still able to go and, and swim and train, but I think I used that anger and that frustration in the pool. Um, you know, like I kind of think I helped, like that helped me become who I was, but maybe not in a healthy way. But then like in the outside world, I didn't know how to deal with it. So I think in 14, like that's where I was just after my second DUI, I was like, okay, I got to figure something out. Like what's going on? Why am I acting out? You know, why am I screaming for help? And in reality, that's what it was, right? I didn't know how to ask for help. So at that point I was just like, yeah, like it is what it is. This is who I am. And here you go. But like thinking back to that interview, and it's still crazy because it was Tim Layden who did the piece. And I don't know the question that he asked me that made me just blah hmm. uh, and open up. Um, we were sitting there doing like the cover story for the Olympics going into, right. you know, the 2016 games. And I just opened up. And, and ever since that point forward, I was just like, yeah, here you go. You know, yeah, like today I feel like a piece of shit. Today I want to be right. you know six feet underground. Today... I don't want to do anything today. I don't want anybody to talk to me, right? I'm just in one of those moods and no, like sometimes a hug won't help. You know, sometimes it's me just taking time by myself, taking that peace and quiet, right? So it, it just depends, you know, like it's that cycle. Like I always, yeah. I use the term riding the roller coaster. Like if I send the roller coaster emoji, I'm just all over the place. Okay, you're all <laughs> I <laughs> so think I'm trying to those. figure you out too when, when they come in, <laughs> but, but you just said it too. And people don't understand like, oh, Man, I get this all the time. How could you want to be six feet under? I mean, look at you. You're the TV Hall of Fame. You're the, you've done this and ballers and fighting and football and NFL on Fox. I'm like, yeah, but you know, like my life is great, but between my ears sucks. We're human. Right. And people don't understand, but people are going to look at you and go, Michael Phelps, how could you want to feel six feet underground? Yeah. So what let, do you know what led to your pain? Um, I think I'm learning more about it. I think for me, like there is a lot of compartmentalization from, you know, decades, um, a lot of it. And, and to be honest was, you know, not having a dad, you know, like my parents divorced very young and, and, and it's not, not having a dad. My dad's dad also passed when he was very young. So he didn't have a dad. Right. So he didn't really understand how to fully be there and support a child and be there when he needs to. Right. And look, I, I can't blame him, but you know, like for me, like I, I use that as motivation now every day for my kids. Right. So it's right. trying to change that cycle. 
you know, and, and I think part of it is, is obviously it's learning. It's going through the process. And, and for me, I think in 2014, I was able to have a really good conversation where I got a lot of stuff off my chest and we were able to talk a lot and, and, and just uncover a lot of the stuff that we probably were both holding on to for decades. So I think that was really cool and really special, but I think it's like now it's probably. It's just learning how I was raised and understanding it and processing it. And, but it's also not pointing blame too. you know, like we were raised how we were raised and it is what it is. You know, our parents did the best that they could, you know, if we want change, then we have to change. And, and mm. I'd like to see change in, in a mental health front. So for me, I look at it in a different way than my parents ever did. And they probably ever could process. It's funny. I, I had dinner at my, my folks. I don't see them a lot. My mother tells me uh, earlier this year, Oh, you know, I've suffered from anxiety my whole life and so did your grandma. I'm like, how about a heads up here? Like, it's the first time I'm oh, hearing about this. Thanks. I'm 52. Right. Like, oh, thanks a lot now. I mean, God, cause it, for me, it's, it's always, I don't know any way to not feel this way. Like my entire life as a little kid, my earliest childhood memory, I was brought upstairs kicking and screaming and crying and, and usually punished and Man, I just felt like, like you said, like the universe, the universe hates me. Like the world's going to come crashing down around me. And that pain for people who, who don't suffer from it, it fucking sucks. It's a, it, it's for me, it's a visceral physical reaction. Yeah. When you get your attacks, do you feel it physically also? Uh, at times, I think it just depends where, where my head is. Like where? Uh, Mine's kind of specific. Yeah. I get mine on the left side of my gut. Behind my rib cage, like having a heart attack in my joints. No, I mean, like, there are times I think like it's more of just like I want to crawl in a ball. Okay. Right? Like, I just want to yeah. just like, I don't know if it's like physical pain. Like I think there were times where like I like there was once where I was in such a dark phase and like I, I haven't talked about this much, but I actually took like a golf cleat and hit myself in the head. Like I was so pissed off. And this is like, this is probably like six, seven years ago. And as soon as I did that, I was like, okay, I need to figure something out, right? Like wow. if my life has gotten to this point and it wasn't like a cleat cleat, like it wasn't like metal cleats, but like right. it, you know, it didn't feel good. Right. Know, like looking back, but also like, cleat. yeah, but like looking back at it now, like I can laugh, like I, I can laugh about it because yeah. like, you know, like I, I think it's the exception. That's a lot of pain though to be in brother oh, for sure. to do that. For sure. Um, but I think like, and, and the biggest thing, and, and, you know, going back to like my parents, like I, I don't, Oh, here you go. The horse is the small <laughs> little horse. We have a great day. Um, you know, like going back to my parents, like it's the acceptance, right? Like I love my parents to death. I always will, but it's the acceptance of these things, these moments, these pains, these traumas, right? right? Like, you know, like if I, like, I, I don't want to sit and stuff, 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 because I'm not going to be able to grow and learn from those experiences. Mm -hmm. And then try to teach my kids how to deal with those things. Right. So I think that, that is the hardest part for me. And, and I think like, you know, thinking back like that golf cleat, um, like I can think back to certain times like that and I can always know kind of the pain that I was going through, but I can also look at the transformation. Right. You know, I think for me, like I can go back to what I was feeling when I was at the meadows where, yeah, almost every day I didn't want to be alive and I hated myself and I couldn't look at myself in the mirror because I saw a swimmer and that was it. You know, now I got to the point or I'm at the point now where, yeah, I can see this kid with a man bun and, you know, like whatever, like I can see this, I, I can see me for who I am. I can see myself for a human being. 
And I think that is something that, you know, because of the growth, because of the acceptance, because of the things that I've gone through, like, that's why I am how I am. And like, I, I love it this way, right? Like, you know, like I think back to, you know, points where I was afraid to even open up and talk about it. Right. You know, I think that was the craziest thing because now I'm to the point, I'm like, whoa, like, yeah, I'm having a bad day. I'm like, honey, yep. One of those days, like, right. just giving you a heads up, like, yeah. could be a little cuckoo today, like, could be off. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You know, you, you just revealed that. I've never revealed this, but when I have those self-loathing moments, I punch myself in the head yeah, or the face. I've done that. I've done that. And it's like, man, you're just so self-loathing. And that's it. So I, I appreciate you sharing that with me and then figure I, I got to share that with you. And I still do it. Yeah. And I'm like, cause I also go, you know what? I know I could do a lot of damage with these hands. Yeah, for sure. Others, I'd rather do it to me than somebody else. Yeah. But I also look like I deserve it. Have time, and we don't deserve it. We fucking Correct. don't deserve it. Oh, it not sucks at all. that we go that down that path. Yeah, like I, I'll ask, like in those times, like what have you found as outlets that help you? Right, like besides that, like have you tried anything else? You know, like for me, like I always go to working out. You know, like yep, yep. I have to get in there. Like you know, like you've hit me multiple times. I'm like, right. yeah, I'm in the gym. Like I hit you right after I'm done. But like, like what are like what are other things? You know, like is for me, it, is it meditation? Is it writing yes. down? You know, I, like, I I started so I went to Thailand this off season for 35 days. I told you about that. Right. And a, they made me really, and I've sent you some of these notes. They made me really heal that little kid in me. Yeah. I love you said that. Yes. Right. That that little, you know, holding little Jason's hand. Right. But so now every day before I ever look at my phone, I now get up, I do breath work for, for 10 minutes. Right. I meditate for five of things I'm grateful for. Then I write down, 10 things I'm grateful for from the previous day that made me happy. 
Yeah. And that's hard sometimes for a lot of, of but you know what? I'll, I'll make it. It could be something materialistic. It could be just something somebody said. It could be a memory yeah. I had, whatever it is. So I do all that and then I'll get a 10 minute workout in before I ever look at my phone. And that usually gets me, it'll calm me down. It's a better way for me to start the day than sure. to start the day thinking that the universe is ending and the universe hates me and my sky is falling. So do you look back at those things ever? The things Can I write down? Yeah. All the time. So originally it was a hundred. They told me to do a hundred, a gratitude, write a gratitude list of a hundred things I'm grateful for, for my whole life. And brother, you think it'd be so easy for somebody like me or somebody like you. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck was that hard, you know, because you don't feel like you deserve any of it. So you don't want to write it down because you're almost like either you're jinxing yourself or you feel shittier about yourself. Like, oh, now you're just bragging. Like, fuck, it's terrible. But then once I did, it was like God in the universe. Oh, my son says he loves me. And my son said this to me one time. Well, my dog gives me kisses. And when I first adopted my dog, I, I got the coolest little rescue pit. And like her first day and, you know, buying houses and being on Fox NFL Sunday and my whole Fox NFL Sunday crew and walking fighters down to a cage for championship fights and fuck, there's a million, it could be a pair of shoes, whatever it was, but I got a hundred. So I was reading that whole hundred list every single morning. And now I've expanded it where every day I write an extra 10. And then I usually still go back to that, that hundred when I'm down, when it, when it's, when the roommates in my head are not playing nicely together, Mm -hmm. I'll go back to that original hundred and read that. Yeah. That's like the one thing for me, like I, like whenever I have, like I call it the feedback loop from hell. Like and that, like the shit up here just keeps going and going and spinning and spinning and spinning. And like, I get to that point where like, I feel like I'm going to blow. It's like, how do I get myself out of that moment? Right. So I always have like a hundred, like not a hundred, but it's like, I have like 10 different journals or like little notepads sitting here. And some of them are the bad days. Some of them are good days. Some of them do lists, like all this stuff. Right. I am in that moment where I'm spinning I try to go back and I look yeah. or I just get it all out, right? Because like during those good days, like you have so many good thoughts. You feel like you're on top of the world. Nothing can get in your way. But then it's like, like for me, I can, I can turn like that. Okay. And if I turn this goes on, so then it's like, okay, how do I get back to that living in the neutral, living in the moment? Okay. And it's like, I go back to all the notes that I have and just the memories, right? Because then, and I feel like it's the same thing you're doing by that. But like by what you just said, right? it's like those thoughts and memories are, they're probably for me, it's like little things that trigger something. And it's like, how do I control that? And the only way I can control it is either getting it out or like for me is looking at something from the past because I want to calm myself down. Right. right. So like right, I, right. I asked just because in like those moments where, you know, we're like where we are hitting ourselves, like, how can we stop that? You know, like, I, you know, like my wife says to me, she's like all the time. She's like, you can't do that. I'm like, I know I can't do that. <laughs> right. Like, no shit. Like, I know <laughs> I can't do that. Like, I want to be able to stop that. But, you know, like for me, it's how do I get to that point where I do stop it and I can control it and I can help myself. Isn't uh, it cool that we could talk about these things so openly now? Or that's why I'm, I'm proud of you talking about it. I'm learning to be proud of me talking about it. And again, I'm still a work in progress. Sure, knowing that we could change this world, you know, we, 100%. we could. I had this thing the other day, must have been like 2,500 people or something. And the guy I was moderating with, he's like, hold your phone up in the air. If you know somebody or you're going through some kind of mental health struggle, 75% of the room had their phones up. And they said, now keep your phone in the air if you've gone through suicidal ideation. 70, 75% of people had their hand up in the air. Mm -hmm. I was floored. Because I, I think, 
Well, I think for a number of reasons. I think number one, because I was so happy that people were honest and open. Yeah. Right. Because of what we just talked about, right? Like, yeah, it's hard as hell to open up and talk about it. But once you do open up, like that awareness is so powerful. So like for me, I was just, I, I was happy inside because at the chance, like we have an opportunity to potentially save a life. Right. Yes. And you don't have to suffer in silence. And, and, and number two, I was like, Oh my God, the world has changed. Right, like you know, like people are okay not being okay. Yeah. You know, like five years ago, like we never would have thought, or nobody would have lifted that mat up underneath or up, up, up from the problems that we're 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 hiding underneath of them and and talking about them. So it's like all of these things. I feel like it's just so powerful, and yeah, yeah we're making great progress, but there's so much more. Yeah, because um, it's too reactive. We're not you know, proactive enough. Like people need to do what you and I are doing yep. for our mental health. Before the skies fall, like even if they don't think they have an issue, they need to start doing this or just when times are good, get a routine. Look, mental health, they'll go to therapist after it's too late, right? So you don't only try, you don't only swim when your time is up. You do it all the fucking time. All the time. Or, or I love it. They're like, uh, no, we can't get a therapy appointment for six weeks. And like six weeks comes up and they're like, Oh no, I don't need to go anymore. I'm fine. Actually, you're not, you're, you're not fine. My, yeah, I have you, one thing for fine. It's freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. And you can only be fine on Mondays. <laughs> I like that. Holy shit. I like that a lot. We used to say that. My, my coach, my mom and I used to always say that back in the day. <laughs> you, you just said something also like, man, I can't get a therapy appointment for six weeks. That is a problem. It's a it's huge a problem. problem. But yeah. what we can do is what you did recently is like, are you struggling? You reached out to me. Like yeah. there are, we could be each other's therapists and lean yeah. on each other. And it gets us like, I don't know. I don't know about you, man, but. Every time I've opened up to somebody, and my friends are the baddest motherfuckers on the planet. Yeah, you know sure. who they are. Yeah. The most macho people of all time. It has just gotten us closer together. Nobody's mm-hmm. called me a wuss. Nobody's told me to suck it up. Nobody said, oh, stop, Jay. Man, your life is too great. I could, yeah. but it's just gotten us closer together. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. A hundred percent. Like there, there are a few people that honestly, like I, I've always respected, but I never thought I'd be as close as I am because of that. Right. Like, right. I feel like there are a few random people in my life that I've become friends with who just send a random text. And I look down, I'm like, Oh, Hey, what's up, dude? You know, like right. always <laughs> put a smile on my face or like, you know, always like I feel safe and comfortable with. So I feel like that's something that's so special. Yes. Building that brotherhood, building that trust, that bond. It's hard to put into words, but it's cool. Here's another thing I do, by the way. I forgot when I am struggling, um, I will do what you did. I'll reach out to four of my, my boys and say, I'm struggling today. I need some help. But the same day, I'll reach out to four other people and just check up on them. Yeah. Just like you were saying, like, oh, random text. Cause that's me being of service to somebody else. And that also helps me cut through the gray. Yeah. I don't want to forget that. Oh, a hundred percent. And I feel like that's, that's so true because it's like, what you do, you get back 10 times, right? You know, like, and that right then, like you, you reaching out, yeah. like you're opening up, like you're becoming vulnerable, like being a friend to somebody else that potentially is going through the same thing, you know? So I feel like that's, yeah. that's so, that's awesome. A couple of weeks ago, I had on Andrew Whitworth, the captain of the Rams, right? Yeah, sure. Big, you know, yeah. looks like me, except eight, eight feet taller. So extremely sexy, but man, I'm with him in the car after they win the Super Bowl. And he opened up about this on this podcast and he was in the fucking tank. He just, it's the greatest moment of his career. He wins it all. He's the oldest person to ever start at tackle in the history of the NFL, much less than be a captain in the Super Bowl game. And he's in the front seat of the car with his head in his hands and he is in the tank. And I am trying to boost him up saying, dude, he's like, I just, I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy of this. When you win your gold medals, are you able to celebrate yourself? I just heard you already grown. Are you able to celebrate yourself or do you go through something similar? It's hard because like, you know, I think once I win one, I had to be able to like in one ear out the other, right? Because there was six or seven more that I was trying to swim or win that week. Um, at the end of the week, it's hard to sit still because I'm on a whirlwind tour, right? Like that first like week, two weeks, you're jumping all over the place doing different shows. But I think after that, it's kind of like, what's next? Who am I? What's my identity? And I think that's the scary part, right? Because I think you, you work so hard for, you know, for me anyway, I feel like I work so hard to get to that point. And at the snap of your fingers, it's gone. It's done. It's finished. It's not gone. You did it. Yeah, but that's the problem. That's the problems we have, right? It's like, like, man, I I guess like, but like, I I never, I never sat and celebrated. Like, I, I never, I guess I never could. I remember, I'll never forget, you know, when I won my first one back in 2004, the very first day of the Olympics, the 400 I am, I went 408 and I win and I, you know, have the medal, share it with my mom through a chain link fence. And she's like, oh, yeah, so awesome. I'm like, yeah, we did it. And my coach is like, hey, we got to warm down time. We got another race tomorrow. I'm like, oh, great. Like, cool. I like shove it in my bag. All right, cool. Time time to go to the next one. Like, that's basically what it was. 
my career, I would say I've gotten through 2008. I've been able to process everything to that point. 2012 for me is one of the most challenging Olympics of my life because I wasn't happy with the results, but again, I got the results that I deserved. So it's, it's hard for me to watch those races because I literally was off by that. But then again, if I don't do that, then I don't come back for 16. So it's just trying to process all of that stuff. But yeah, it's, it's, I've never been able to celebrate, but to, like, like to this day, have you, yeah, been, have you since been able to sit back and go, no. Oh man, what do you mean? No, no. well, dude, you need to, <laughs> you need to, you deserve to. More than anything, you deserve to. You put that work in. You spilt that sweat. You deserve to. That's something you got to work on is being able to love yourself up. Something that, again, it's exactly the same thing I was talking about with wit. Like we deserve to love ourselves up. We do something that is great. I'm not saying, yeah. Like I'm not saying I'm not proud. I'm not happy okay. of the accomplishments, but I mean, I feel like, like also, like I'm somebody who is so detail oriented. So it's hard for me to sit and try to really process every single moment and memory like I want to. Um, I'm in the process of just finishing a book. I just got the second. Is, is it called Unbreakable? It's not. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> it, uh, I just been well. I just got the second manuscript. We ripped up the first one and went back and kind of reprogrammed everything into the right spot. So um, I'm finishing that, and hopefully that's out soon. Oh, you're finishing your own book. I thought you meant you were reading a book. No, that's how I was yeah. like, you asshole, and I read my book. Yeah. No, no, I'm finishing mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good I'm, for you. I'm super pumped about it, and that, and I think that's something that that will help me process some of it too, right? Being able to read it and see it all on paper. I think living it through the pandemic. Um, was challenging emotionally, yeah. but I think it was also really cool because I was able to learn and grow through those emotions that I went through. Right. So I want to get back to this. You yep. get a gold medal. Yep. We see you really, really happy out there going nuts, but you're not that happy on the inside. Is that I for show? I can't, I can't be because I have to be able to control the emotions. Um, and every, really everything, my physical, mental, everything while being through those next few days because I can't I, I don't well I, I don't want to say I can't but I, I shouldn't really kind of pour too many emotions into one event because then I'm draining myself for the whole entire week so when when I won eight gold medals in 2008 that process started back in 2002 when I was trying to learn how to right adapt to swimming that many races and clear my lactic acid and swim down and eat enough and sleep enough and do all and stretch enough and make sure I'm, I'm doing all the small details. So after I win a gold medal, what I would do is typically I get off of the award stand. Um, it depends if I had another race or not. If I was done for the night, uh, I would typically just get probably get back in and clear my lactic acid. So we'd, we'd right. prick our ear, take a blood sample, my lactic acid wow. had to be below uh, anything below 3.0 and I'm good. So I would just swim at my heart. Like I keep my heart rate at about 120 and I would just swim comfortably up and down, up and down, up and down until my lactic acid cleared. Once it was cleared, I'd hop out of the pool. I'd hop on the massage table, get a massage. Once I'm done the massage, I get a dinner that they have pre-made. Typically it's like pasta, you know, right. some kind of carb, a little bit of protein. I jump into a cold bath. I'm eating while I'm in the cold bath, I get on the, I get out of the cold tub, put all my clothes on, get on the bus, 
still eating, if I'm still hungry, go into the dining hall and get food. By that point, I need to get into bed because I swim the next morning. Right, right. Okay, but all those emotions. The day after you win eight fucking gold medals, are you able to sit and go, oh, my God, I did this? Yeah, but I still had to come on and do all the interviews with y'all. <laughs> hey, I'm in football. Don't say y'all. <laughs> but were you able to, was there, so still there's never a moment, even when you're doing the interviews, were you able to. I mean, I, I blew some steam off, sure. And yeah, love yourself cool. up for it. I mean, love yourself up. Really? Okay. Since then, since your career has ended, we ran into you in Vegas. I was with Sean McVay, yeah. right? And McVay yeah. was like, dude, you're one of one. I'm like, yes, he's one of one. Are you able to appreciate that? Uh, I love, I love that conversation. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and honestly, you know, and yeah, until somebody breaks my records, yeah, I guess I am one of one. Uh, um, yes. you know, no, and, no, there's no guessing here. You're <laughs> one of one, dude. <laughs> uh, I guess the one thing that is crazy, like thinking about it now, I, I've only looked at the medals all at once less than a handful of times. Why? I guess the easiest way of saying is, I don't want them to define who I am as a human, right? Like that's a chapter of who I am and what I'm, you know, what I feel like I am doing or what I'm supposed to do. Right. Like for me, like that gave me the platform to be able to, to have what I have today. Right. You know, to be able to stand up and, and to allow us to scream about mental health. Right. Look, yes. Is it, was it amazing what I did? Of course. Like I'm literally looking at a finish right now above my desk where I want to race by a hundredth of a second, Right. a hundredth of a second. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, without question, like there have been a few times I'm like, shit, like that was awesome. Like, Okay. There's cool spots, you know, like I had some great, great memories, some amazing things, but I think as a whole, no, like when, like when somebody reads a bio and they're like 23 time gold medalist, 28 time Olympic medalist, 39 time world record holder. I'm like, what? Like, is this a dream? Like, I, I feel like it is a dream because like, this is what I dreamt of as a kid. I wanted to do something that no one else had ever done. And I'm living a fucking dream come true. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the reality of it. Yeah. So yeah, like there are some things that really hard to process. And, and yeah, there are some things that I look and I'm like, wow, like this is incredible for me. Now it's the mental health. That story I shared sure. with you about the cell phones, that story for me, I will never forget. And I'll never forget how I felt. You know, I'll never forget sitting next to a guy on an airplane. This guy is probably like mid sixties, white haired dude. And he was like, so you're telling me. You just talk about mental health and you think that's going to help. And you think he goes, that's a sign of weakness. And I was like, and I literally was like, <laughs> I was like, all right. I was like, okay, bro. I was like, like we're on an airplane. I like right. take the headphones out. I'm like, all right, now we're getting serious. Like I, I wanted to go Tyson on him. Like right, I right. touch him. How's he called and, Michael Phelps a sign of weakness? Are you shitting me? Oh, I almost went nuts. And I was like, dude, I was like, okay. So I, I basically listed like 10 different things. I was like, do you or your family struggle from PTSD you know, depression, anxiety, blah, 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 blah. Right, right. He goes, no. And I go, right. and how in the, do you have any right saying exactly what you just said to me? And he goes, I've struck a nerve. And I said, yes, you have. I said, you've triggered something, sir. And I said, I'm going to finish this conversation right now. Wow. Um, because I didn't know, honestly, at that moment, like I was so raged. I was so angered inside. I didn't know what to do. And the only thing I could do is I, I knew I had to be as polite as I possibly could to shut the conversation down and get out. But wow. it's like stuff like that. That's the thing that makes me happy with the fights that I'm doing every single day, whether it's for me, whether it's for you, whether it's for somebody else. 
right? Because we're saving a life. I want you to go back a second here because we could have both. I want you to go back and say, maybe the, okay, you don't want to say the gold medals defined you. Okay. But maybe you look at the gold medals and go, the work I put in Mm. for those, that defines me. That's who the fuck I am. For sure. Yeah. You outworked the world. You didn't just put in work. You outworked the world. There is a question. There's a question somebody gave me once. And a, a reporter, European reporter goes, do you ever feel bad for winning all those medals? I started laughing my ass off. I was like, excuse me? And he goes, do you feel bad for the other people? And I go, no. I go, they could have worked hard too. That's exactly right. You know what I mean? like, bad. No. What like, question is that? Like I did, I, like I earned those things, right? Yeah, like, right. I mean, there was a so, day. So then like, that could lift you up. Yes. Sure. Like Good. for me, like I, I look back and, and I'll look and say, I went six straight years without missing a single day. Did any other person ever do right. that? No. So I gave myself a better chance to have greater success with the things that I did that nobody else, nobody else were willing to do. So no, I don't feel right. bad for winning all those medals. <laughs> Maybe you could like, look at the medals more though. And then think of that, right? Hey, I'm proud of myself because I put in more work than anybody else. Not by a little, but by a lot. And not only that, Michael, you put in the work when nobody else was watching. That's what true greatness is, right? Yeah, that Under Armour commercial I did, um, I guess back in 16. Yeah, it's what you, it's what you do behind the scenes in the dark that brings you to the light, right? Mm-hmm. It's the things that you do when, when you don't want to do them. Right. That, that, that brings you into being who you are. Right. That, that's what the greats do. Like that's the difference between being great and being good. Mm-hmm. You want to do great. You have to do things that people aren't willing to do. Right. Like that's the separation. I ask all my guests their last question. Give me your unbreakable moment. Give me that moment that should have broken you, could have broken you and you didn't. And you came through the other side of that tunnel. Uh, it's probably the moment of, of not wanting to be alive. You know, I think I was at a dark spot in my life where at that moment I was, <laughs> I was prescribed Ambien from three different doctors monthly. I was happy I only had three pills left. Uh, it was the night of my DUI, uh, my second one, 2014. And I got home and I just remembered, I was like, fuck, I, I'm just going to take the rest of these and I hope I don't wake up. Meanwhile, like I knew I was going to wake up. Like right. I was taking 15 milligrams almost every night. Like I knew I was going to wake up. And I was just like, I hope this ends it. And I woke up. And for three days, I basically didn't leave my room. I didn't eat. I didn't drink anything. I just sat there. I was just being. And at that very moment, I was just like, fuck this. I got to change. How can I change? And I literally called two people and I said, find me some kind of help. Where can I go? Because I honestly, like, it was kind of like the moment where I was like, I can't live life like this. I have to change. Something has to change. What has to change? So I was like, I'm going to check myself in a treatment center and figure things out, right? Unplug all those wires, decompress, fit, like, uncover all the shit that I was going through, why I was going through it, and kind of reprocess how I how I live and, and uncover why I am why I am. Look, like when I went to the Meadows, I spent a, uh, a week in this thing called Survivors where it was basically taking everything that was ever hurting me inside and just unloading it, talking about the most painful things. I, I must have I gone through, I'm looking for Kleenexes. I must have gone through a box of fucking Kleenexes every single session, mm-hmm. every session. 
And right then and there, I was like, okay, nothing. I was like, I am unbreakable. I was like, this stuff literally should have broken me throughout my whole entire career, right? You know, the shit that I dealt with and I lived with and, you know, made me struggle throughout my whole entire career made me who I am. And that's what you said to me the other day in a text. You know, you said something along those lines. You know, it made me who I am today. Yeah. Right. And at that very moment, like, yeah, I could have I could have been snapped in half, but that's not who I am. And I wasn't going to let that happen. Right. And that's why I'm sitting here today talking yeah. to you on this podcast. Right. You know, like shit. We all go through ups and downs. We all we all go through times that we think are unfathomable, shouldn't happen. Darkest moments you could yeah. ever possibly process. Like, I always think, like, everything happens for a reason, and those moments are put in our life for that challenge. And, yeah, are they fucked up at times? Sure, of course they are. Some of them, like, mm-hmm. I can look back at some of them now and, you know, flick off and, and you know, shake my head and laugh. But, you know, those are the moments that give me the opportunity to be who I am today. And I think that's the proudest thing that I can ever look at. Um, I love that, man. You know, it's like, like we got, we got to think about the shit that we've gone through and the hard things we've gone through. And we always have to remember that, right? Like you said it best, like that, that inner child, man, that is so good. I love that you said that because not, not many people have have really like dove into that. And that's something that I, I can still go back to that painting that I drew when I was at the meadows of my inner child and, and exactly where he's standing and, and what he's doing and, and, you know, what kind of person he is and, and the attention that he adores and he seeks. So yeah, I could go into deeper conversations with that whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, I appreciate you. I, first of all, I'm glad you only have three Ambien left. Yeah, for sure. That's Me number one, too. because Me now I get a battle buddy for the rest of my life, and you and I get 100. to keep walking this walk together. I'm proud to call you brother, proud to call you a friend, man. I'm proud, proud to walk this walk with you, dude. Uh, if, I, if I was sitting there in your house, I'd give you a big-ass hug, man. I will next time I see you. You got it, my brother. Again, Michael Phelps, one of one. Thank you for joining us here at Unbreakable. If you haven't read the book yet, there's a book out, Unbreakable, How I Turn My Depression and Anxiety into Motivation. Yes. And you can too, and that's what Michael and I are doing. Again, make sure you uh, like and review this as well. And Michael Phelps, brother, I love hey, you and I'm I appreciate a, you. I'm going to leave you with one more thing. I, so this is something I did when I was in treatment, and it's kind of weird to think about. But, you know, we, we have so much talk that goes into our head every single day. So... You know, I, I call I call it the roommates in my head. Talk okay, to so yes. the roommates in our head. So we have so many roommates in our head, so we can control what those roommates think. So the thing that I did at, at the Meadows was every single doorway I would walk into, whether it's a bathroom, whether it's a bathroom stall, whatever doorway you're walking in and you're walking out, you say an affirmation about yourself and one that you believe. And I guarantee, guarantee you, you do that for a month, have a list of 10 affirmations you just okay. have at the top of your head. Holy shit, just watch. But positive affirmations, you said. Positive affirmations, yeah. Something nice about myself. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like I, I never thought that like I deserved love. And that was something right, that right I there with you. Always struggled with. And I would always say, I can handle love. I deserve love. And I, I used to walk through it and I'm like, oh shit, cool. Like, like, yeah, like you just I deserve feel, like, love. <laughs> feel better. You like you feel happier. So I feel like, you know, like I feel like it's like I'm always searching for little small ways or little small things that you can implement into right. your life. That don't take too much brain power, right? That don't take too much space, right? Like little small habits, whatever it is, right? That you can just throw in there every single day to give yourself a fighting chance, right? Like we're all just looking for a chance to get through each day to go to one more. So how can you fight and how can you fight in a positive way? You know when I'm going to begin this? 
today. I love it. I'm starting it today. Text me I, absolutely. I'm know. starting it today. And that's where I tell people all the time, you could change your life now. You don't have to wait. It takes a fraction of a second. Change your life now. I will start it today. And that's I what's great about these. Like I, and you know, I hit you up a couple of weeks ago about being your own hero, right? Start being your own hero. Start viewing yourself as your own hero. We can make a choice to start loving ourselves up or make a change about our mental health or anything in our, in our lives instantaneously. So I promise you, I give you my word right now. I will start doing this today. And now you bring me to another point and um, <laughs> choice. We also have control. What's in our control every single day, right? There's so much shit and so much stuff. Like, our choice is in our control. Correct. Right. So yeah, that's that, like, that's something for me. Like, like I, like I have, I have two tattoos and the word control is something I'm, I, I want somewhere on my body. So I look at every single day because that's something I feel like for me, like I can control my emotions. I can talk about my emotions. Mm-hmm. I can talk about my feelings. I can write down those things, right? I can control if I'm thirsty. I can control if I need to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom, right? Those are things that are in my control. So when I talk about simplifying things in the most purest form, most simplest way, right? It's control. What can you control oh. every day? Another one. Another little trick. Love it. I love it, dude. Yeah, a couple. I love it. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep doing it. it. Hey, brother, I don't know if we're going to save the world, but we're damn sure going to improve it together. One person at a time. Yep. I love you, my dude. Michael Phelps. Thanks, Appreciate brother. you, homie. Thanks, dude. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.